Hello everyone. Welcome back to 5 by 5 with Zukira, where you inspire yourself and others to live a happy, healthy and a peaceful life. So last week we discussed about three strategies on how to retain high performing employees. They were by creating effective professional development opportunities, by making sure that the managers are not compelling great employees to leave, and finally by creating career advancement opportunities. This week, let's discuss about the next four strategies. First one being improving the onboarding process. 76% of the companies aren't onboarding their new hires properly. Imagine going through the highly expensive process of recruiting a new worker only to lose them in the first two months. You hired the person, so it means that they definitely possess the skills required to do the job and they likely interacted with a range of stakeholders during the interview process as well. Losing such an employee early on potentially points to a poor onboarding process. The key to a successful onboarding process is capturing a new employee's excitement by starting a new job by minimizing other challenges. When people start a new job, they're eager to learn and start generating value. Create a program that's about integrating new hires into the company's culture. It shouldn't just be a guided paperwork session, even though 40% of the onboarding activities, they just consist of filling out paperwork. Ahead of it, on the list for activities like reviewing regulations or listening to an overview of the company, it's also essential to signal the importance of onboarding activities from top down. The top reason onboarding activities don't get completed is that the managers don't have time to carry them out. It's fair to say that it, were it mandatory, the managers would make time for it. Too often, it's considered a throwaway responsibility that can be sacrificed at the altar of business as usual activities. A sobering 66% of the employees say that they would quit their job if they felt unappreciated. According to one Gallup poll, 65% of the people feel unappreciated at their job. Did you know that? Meanwhile, another study discovered that the office comes in last place of lists of places where people express gratitude. One potential cause for this disconnect is emotional stinginess, whether it's due to their professional development or their personal temperament. Some managers, they just don't show gratitude, which leaves their employees feeling underappreciated. Add overworked employees under a lot of pressure to it and you have got a recipe for turnover. Your employee appreciation initiatives need to be consistent, sincere, organic in order to succeed. A few common mistakes the HR leaders make when trying to improve recognitions are, first, thanking every person on autopilot by going around at the end of the day, thanking everyone on the team for everything that they do. Overcompensating by making a dramatic shift from never thanking anyone to suddenly thanking everyone for everything would definitely take everything for a toss. Secondly, delivering conditional thank yous that are closely followed by a negative comment. If you want to improve employee appreciation, you need to build a culture of recognition rather than just trying to gamify the process. Invite managers and employees to write personal notes, recognizing what they did, explaining why it was important, that might help. 
Present the recognitions publicly, either during in-person events or in internal networks. That allows you to broadcast a colleague's accomplishments. And create annual award and recognition program where recognized employees are honored in front of their peers and senior management. Above all, make sure to celebrate and reward behaviors the company wants to encourage as a part of its company culture. Next thing, make sure that employees don't feel overworked or overwhelmed. If someone told you that working at company X would reduce your life's expectancy by even 1%, you would likely take a job somewhere else. Researchers from Harvard and Stanford found that long hours decrease a person's life expectancy by roughly 20%. Given the demand for talented workers and renewed cultural focus on health and wellness, few workers are willing to tolerate such conditions. Overworking employees is a short-term strategy that isn't worth the long-term pain. What's more, overworking employees simply isn't a smart management strategy. Research shows that after a certain point, the productivity declines for every additional hour. Moreover, employees who are stressed and overworked fall in more frequently. Sure, there may be short-term wins in form of completed, uh, completed projects or meeting the deadlines, but over time, it hurts companies' morale and eats into companies' recruitment and retention costs as burnt-out employees leave and share their experience with other candidates. The most overlooked but helpful strategy is to facilitate an open manager-direct-employee dialogue. Often, good employees won't admit that they're overworked, either due to embarrassment or due to the need to please. When it becomes too much, the solution is simple to find a new role somewhere else. Such a dialogue proves an environment for workers to speak freely about their workload and to request and ask for support from their management. In some cases, a manager may not be aware of the employee's over overwork because they themselves are overworked. Another employee retention idea is to encourage workers to take time off. Employees often feel pressurized not to take vacation time, either because of their workload or the fear of being overlooked for an interesting assignment when they return. Creating an environment in which managers encourage employees to use their unused paid off creates an opportunity for guilt-free rest and relaxation. Finally, it may be time to increase headcount or radically prioritize. If asking employees to sacrifice their weekend is the only way to keep the company operational, it's time for re-evaluation. You may need to hire more people and if hiring simply isn't the option, then it's time for some radical reprioritization of tasks on the team's docket. Lastly, create flexible working arrangements. In some professions, there's an expectation that the employees will be available 24 by seven. These demands to be physically present at set tasks can lead to drain of talent and resources over time, especially when people working from home are as productive as those who remain at office. Remote working also reduces one of the biggest pain point of coming to office, that is commuting. 23% of the workers have quit their jobs because of the bad commute. Business leaders should embrace remote working and flexible working hours. This isn't possible in some industries where front of the line staff is required at all time for customer service, 
but if your employee work in terms of deliverables not face time let them decide where they work best one financial service company lets their employees leave as early as they want arrive as late and work from home as often as they like no questions asked as long as the work gets done if you can't take things that far consider conditional flexibility for instance ability to work from home two days a week with an option to switch those days each week and offering flexible hours allows people to create a work schedule that works for them what's better think about it an employee who works only from 9 to 5 or an employee who works evenings and weekends but takes the liberty of leaving at 3:30 so that they can pick up their kid before remotely working for the rest of the night give your employees a little leeway and return you will gain a lot of loyalty final thought you don't always need to pay more you may need to pay more attention without question money retains people indeed but it's not the only way to keep employees in fact sometimes uh it's like a band-aid solution to a deeper problem anyone who's ever accepted a counter offer only to quickly regret their decision can attest to this employees want to be appreciated they want to continuously learn and they want to know that there's room to grow within the current organization and when they notice that they can't receive these things within their current role they look somewhere else keeping your current employees happy is a much smarter strategy you can avoid high costs that is with respect to recruitments secondly you can retain valuable knowledge that even an excellent new hire can't replace and you can also protect your employer brand by ensuring people who do leave the organization only have good things to say all right friends that's all for today see you next wednesday where we'll be discussing about the hr trends in 2021 until then stay tuned and keep inspiring yourself and others bye bye